This is the Katie's Tech Podcast, recorded June 2nd, 2014, beta episode 3. Hi, my name is Jason Johnson, and this is the third beta episode of the Katie's Tech Podcast. The point of this podcast is to pick out the technology headlines of the day that catch my eye. Not necessarily the biggest ones, although in this case, for today, probably it is, but just whatever happens to interest me that day. So, uh, let's get started. The, the main headlines for today, and pretty much all technology news from today, were centered around Apple's WWDC developer conference that took place. Well, the keynote kicked off this morning, uh, 1 o'clock this afternoon, Eastern. Um, big announcements all across the board. No hardware. I'll go ahead and say that up front. A lot of people were expecting big hardware. If you heard my one of my earlier shows, which is the only two, uh, <laughs> pretty much that was what everybody was predicting, but they were wrong. Um, no hardware at all. Everything was strictly OS upgrades and the big developer announcement that I'll get to later. Um, so up first, Apple announced um, the new version of its OSX desktop environment, OSX 10.10, which since Apple's transitioned now to naming them off of um, places in California, the current release version is Mavericks off the beach. Well, the new version is coming out 10.10. It's going to be named Yosemite, which is, of course, for the big park there. So, OSX Yosemite is the next version of OSX. It'll be released today to developers, beta program, um, or developers, excuse me, the beta program, if you're in that, which they just recently opened up to the public, um, will be released this summer, and of course, they public fall release for all the production systems. So that was the big OSX announcement. What was it? Well, a lot of little features added together, but a huge graphical change. Basically, everything's flattened out, pastelized, looks like the new iOS 7 for the iPhone. So big, big, big graphical change. And I'm, I'm probably not making it sound nearly as pretty as it is. I mean, it's a, it's a very good-looking operating system. We'll see when it comes out what it's like to actually use, but it looks good. Look good on the presentation anyway. Um, feature improvements: they've updated the mail app, they've updated calendar, all the core apps get get refreshed and look a lot different. Um, some big under the hood features, basically tying the iOS and macOS environments together. You transition um, from your working on something on your desktop to working on that same thing on your iPhone to working on the same thing on your iPad very smoothly. Um, to facilitate this, Apple's introduced a new version of iCloud that has an, a cloud drive or an iDrive kind of back. For those of you who've been using Macs for a while, the iDrive was the old online uh, storage. So they've kind of merged it all together now, and there's new versions of it which basically allow unification of those operating systems. New notification center, new taskbar, huge changes to the Finder, which is their search app. Search app now is not just local to the machine, searches the web, searches everything. Almost, almost a Siri, but without the voice. So you basically type whatever you want. And uh, for those of you who are interested in this kind of thing, it actually uses Microsoft's Bing product on the back end from what they could tell from the uh, product demonstration. So that's kind of an interesting factoid. Uh, Moving on from the desktop operating system, they announced the new version of 
new upcoming version of the iPhone iOS, or say iPhone, the iOS app, which is used on the iPhone and the iPads. Um, so they're moving to iOS 8 this year, and graphically, probably not a huge difference, a little cleaner, a little little different font look like. Um, so if you look at it, not a huge change. But under the hood, man, Apple is turning developers loose. And that's, of course, this was the developer conference, so it's the perfect place to show that off. Um, but, but all the stuff that people have been wanting for app integration, for hooks into the OS, for basically for developers to be able to access pretty much anything they need to. Um, I say that, you know, from the demo it looked that way. We'll see what actually developers actually get access to. But a huge, huge um, power granted to developers in what they can do and how they can interact, um, both to the hardware with camera apps, but actually within the app. So one app can call another app and call another app, which for the single tasking way that iOS has worked so far, that's huge. And I want, to, I want to mention this, kind of tying the two together back to my, my original thing. One of the things that I thought was just an absolute huge bonus and I think will be used when people figure it out is the fact that if you've got your iPhone near either the iPad or the, uh, your Mac, and you, of course, are running both versions of the newer operating systems that they were demoing today, um, your Mac or your iPad can initialize a hotspot on your phone with every, without you even having to set it up. No password and no nothing. Just they see each other. Of course, you've got your account tying them together. Not just anybody can do this with your phone, but for security purposes. But if you're just sitting at your laptop and you, or you pull your laptop out, you need to get online. It sees your phone's nearby. There's no other wireless or any kind of internet. You can just click on the bar and start the hotspot, and boom, you're online. So I mean, that that's kind of the, the beauty of Apple's closed ecosystem and how they can tie everything together. So there is that benefit. But, like I said, building on from that, um, iPad apps, iPhone apps, iOS apps, working together to form just a uh, multiple power. And it would be awesome to see what developers can do with turning that loose. Um, aside from just the, the features and that, and like I said, I need, to get, I need to get a whole lot more familiar with what they released. You know, look at, look at what actually comes out, look at hands-on. So, I mean, there's a whole lot more details that will come out. But the keynote just made everything, of course, look great and smooth. Um, there were a lot of under-the-hood features that users won't see, but will let developers have a lot more, more power when they're developing. Also is the um, something called Metal, which will allow the graphics engines to address this, the, the graphics processor in the iPad and iPhones uh, without so much overhead. And that will turn gaming just one more notch up and in my opinion another death nail of, of any portable consoles if not starting to encroach upon actual you know console gaming I mean why would you worry with a uh, portable gaming system when you've got your phone that's got better graphics and more capabilities already so I mean Nintendo and Sony either got to step it up big time on their portable consoles or just go ahead and start developing apps for the iOS because that's that's they're getting a lunch handed to them at this point. Um, definitely improvements in the uh, integration of devices with some apps that are not really apps with systems, um, APIs and all that that Apple introduced also. 
two of the big ones were, which were both rumored, and they weren't really big surprises, but it was really neat to see them on stage, were the um, home integration kit that they released, which basically will allow developers to start tying in um, home automation devices, stuff like your um, door locks, your lights. You walk in the door, the lights get, adjust, get brought up and turned on. All the home automation features that everybody's been dreaming of, the, <laughs> if, you, if you remember about that far, the Jetsons, you know? I mean, we're just looking at that kind of home control. Um, if, if Apple can get the hardware makers on board with their system, obviously. But the other big one is their health book, although they just called it health app, that will tie all of your health data together, uh, third-party apps included, so your... Um, I apologize if you pick up any rain noise. It just started pouring on me. The, um, but your Fitbits, your Nike Fuel Bands, your Nike Running Apps, RunKeeper, all these integrated into one place. So, sorry for stopping in mid-thought there, but the rain got really loud, so I wanted to kind of pause and wait till it passed. But like I was saying, an integration of all that fitness app data into one place, almost to form a complete picture of you is kind of how they presented it. So that'll be a very interesting to see what the, the hardware makers and the software makers and even your medical records, your doctors, your everything can use to tie everything in place. Of course, again, there's medical data, some security concerns there. So hopefully Apple will go out of their way, and just like they usually do, to keep all of that secure. And the, the third big piece of news that, that Apple announced on, for the developers is the next, I don't know if you if it's a complete replacement yet or just a new version or simplified version, but basically a whole new programming language. Um, for years, really since 97, 98, when Mac OS X came out and all of iOS have been developed in Objective-C, which is Apple's graphical C language. But today, Apple introduced Swift, which will be their new programming language, works with C, works with Objective-C, even in the same application, code works together, but a very fast, lightweight, and user fr developer-friendly programming language is how it was pitched. So I'm looking forward to seeing some of that, and I actually started working on learning a little Objective-C, so seeing how a simplified version. It was presented almost as a scripting language, but with the power of a programming language. So it'll be interesting to see how they tie in together and work. But that was that was a huge one that I'm looking, I'm going to try to find a lot more information on and just look into. But for developers, that was a huge one, was the introduction of the Swift programming language. So there you go, my thoughts on the tech news for the day. Uh, pretty much all Apple, but that was the big event today was the Apple WWC keynote. So I'm sure more news will trickle out as the developers get into the conferences and actually see some of this stuff in action. And, uh, of course, the betas get, get around and everybody starts playing with it and looking at it. But um, big, big news day from Apple. No hardware. I'm not terribly surprised. I, like I said, I've said before I was looking forward to new MacBook Airs, hopefully. But and was I, I actually am surprised there was no... Um, a Mac Mini, but you kind of could tell right off the bat it that when they they, they teed up the keynote that it was going to be uh, software based and not a lot of hardware. So 
there you go. Thanks for tuning in. Beta episode three. And I'll try to get this in the feed and be back again with the next episode. Thank you.